0: Welcome to the Cross Lane Podcast, a community committed to bringing people to Jesus. Okay, so have you ever noticed that during this time of the year, there, there are just certain words that come up that are, uh, are kind of tied to Christmas. We always associate certain words with Christmas. One of those words uh, is the word peace. That's kind of what we're going we're gonna to look at that word this morning and focus on that. Um, but peace, it seems interesting because when you look around the world this that we live in, peace doesn't always seem so obvious, does it? Walmart isn't peaceful at Christmas time. You and your spouse arguing about family or about all of the money being spent at, at Christmas doesn't exactly, you know, scream peaceful. Um, your frustration over whether you're going to get the main thing that you want for this Christmas or not might not have you feeling at peace for students in the room, um, your, your teacher struggling to make it to the end of the first semester, wearing the constant frown and scowl that teachers will come in with this time of the year, doesn't exactly appear peaceful. And, and maybe as you hear fights between your family, as there is tension and stress at work, uh, as you're worried about money, as you're stressed about time with grandparents, if you turn on the news, man, it's just really, really hard to feel at peace and we've been talking about this idea of advent so last week we just we just said advent is this it's the season that we're in as we lead up to christmas it's it's this idea that we look backwards in time to the birth of jesus coming to earth as a baby and but we're also looking forward to the future coming uh, the, the wedding feast that we just described in communion that, we get, that we're going to get to be a part of one day. It's that looking backwards and looking forwards, both at Jesus at the same time. And we, uh, at, so as we're leading up to Christmas and we're, we're celebrating the anticipated arrival of Jesus and we said that when it comes to Advent, there are a few words that get associated with Advent. Last week we looked at hope, today we look at peace. And even though peace is probably a word that we, that we hear a lot this time of the year, what it actually means can be unclear. Some of us might hear the word and think, okay, well, peace for me means that everything in my, my world is fine. There are no problems, there's no issues, there's no fights, there's no conflict. Um, for others, peace might mean that, that everything in my life is going exactly as uh, I want it to go. Life looks ex- exactly as we've planned or as we want it, and, and for that, for me, that means peace. For others in the room, peace means that all of our relationships are going just exactly the way that we want. There's no fighting in our marriage, there's no annoying habits from our spouse. Our kids are perfect angels. There's nothing in those relationships that makes us want to go crazy. In other words, I, I think for a lot of people, the for most of us probably, the idea of peace is connected to our circumstances. When everything outside of us and around us feels normal and there are no hiccups and there's nothing unexpected, then we have peace. Why? Well, because everything feels great. But here's the problem. If you think back on the last seven days since we met last week, how many moments did you have like that in the last seven days where you would say, yeah, that was peaceful? Stretched out to 30 days, the last month. How many, days, how many times in the last month would you say, Yes, peace in my life. You know, and if you stretch it out the last year, we're staring down 2022. If you think back over the last three hundred and sixty-five days, how many moments in your life would you say in the last year, man, I just what a what a peaceful time. You know, and I can count the days, right? And they might be very few for you. But here's the problem with that. When you when you think back on those days and in um, you, you, you start to count the number of times that you've had peace. You might have a low number. And it, see, the thing is, if peace is just the absence of anything that makes us uncomfortable, then peace really isn't a reality for a lot of us, right? Because we know that our family is going to fight, our friends are going to hurt us, people are going to leave us or let us down, every one of us in the room is going to experience pain, Or hurt and everything that comes from the world not going the way that we would like it to go and at this time of the year as the holidays approach our lives can actually be harder to handle which can lead us to ask a big question so is peace even possible in my life in this world is peace even possible is it something that we can experience here and now even if things don't go the way that we want them to go or is this just wishful thinking, the idea of peace in my life? Like, so, I just want you to know that peace is possible. That's the good news. And the peace that's available to us may look a little bit different than you, than you think. So, with Christmas right around the corner, we're going to look at a passage of Scripture that tells us about the birth of Jesus. But before we go there, let's talk about what the world was like that Jesus was born into. Okay, so quick history lesson. Jesus was born into the Roman Empire, which at the time was a great civilization. They had the best technology. The the Roman Colosseum was built. Their technology to build things was unrivaled. They were known for their interest in the creative arts and and their architecture and their realistic sculptures. Basically, everyone in the known world at that time was looking to Rome to see what trends and what culture would come out of Rome uh, to see what was cool see what we can steal to make our society better. And so at the time of Jesus' birth, Caesar Augustus was emperor. Caesar Augustus was famous for bringing about what was called Roman peace. And to the people in power, it looked like peace. Augustus defeated Roman enemies. He had the throne and all the power that he wanted all over the empire. There were kings and governors that were put in place to to manage the specific areas to help keep the peace if there was talk of a revolt or threat of an uprising these kings could do whatever they needed to keep the people in line including punish kill or exile you to some awful place some new region to live in to get you out of you know where you were at and causing problems which sounds totally peaceful right well not exactly right and so you get to the middle east where jesus was born king herod was the king of the Jews in charge of of that area, but he really wasn't in charge. He had to report to a Roman governor, but he was in charge of the Israelites, and Herod was what you might call a psychopath. Uh, He he was described as a tyrant and an evil genius. Listen, the the things that he did were really, really dark. He was willing to do anything he could do to get ahead, which he did. He, He killed members of his own family to keep control and even though he was Jewish and ruled the land of Israel, he was, he was really, really in, in service to the Roman Empire. So while he, he took on building projects to improve the temple and, and while he tried to get on the good side of the Jewish people, he was also power hungry. He, he overtaxed his people and did everything he could to keep peace in the land, even if that meant scaring you or just having you killed if you got out of line, which all sounds very peaceful, right? Not even a little bit. And you enter Jesus into this world. When Jesus was born, it was not exactly peaceful for the people who who were being ruled. It was a time of fear. On the night that Jesus was born, um, the the book of Luke tells us that an angel appeared to some shepherds who were out tending their flocks at night. And while they were watching their sheep, an angel appears and tells them this Luke chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. The angel says to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then a whole group of angels showed up in the sky praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. So, right there, from the mouth uh, from the mouths of angels is the word peace and it was a, it was a promise and for the people who would have been familiar with the Jewish scriptures at that time it would have sounded familiar because in the book of Isaiah which was written hundreds of years before Jesus arrives on the scene the prophet Isaiah wrote this in Isaiah 9:6. he says for to us a child is born to us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so this was just the start of better things. Like long before Jesus showed up, God told his people that someone was coming whose message would be peace. And this was good news for a group of people who had gotten used to being ruled by foreign and bad leaders, threatened and persecuted and mistreated. They were ready for things to change. But here's the thing. Things didn't change after Jesus was born, not not even a little bit. Herod stayed in power until a a guy came along named Herod Antipas took power. He wasn't so great either. Ultimately, he was responsible for sentencing Jesus' cousin John the Baptist to death. After Caesar Augustus died, his adopted son Tiberius became the emperor of Rome. He was also a terrible leader. He had people killed in an effort to keep his power he built prisons and dungeons and torture chambers he ordered people to be killed at random at random so in other words there there was no peace on earth not for the people living under the rule of these leaders and yet that's exactly what the prophet isaiah prophesied and that's exactly what the angels declared on the night that jesus was born so what happened was the prophecy wrong or did the angels lie Neither. Not exactly either. So Jesus brought peace. It just wasn't the kind of peace that the people were expecting. Jesus brought a peace that doesn't change when our circumstances do. Jesus literally changed everything when he, when he came into this world. Flipped it upside down. He, he, he brought a peace that is not dependent on what happens around us, outside of us. A peace that doesn't make every Everything easy in our lives, or make all of uh, or take away all of our problems in this world, but he brought a peace that we can have when we know that God is with us no matter what. The world was far from peaceful when Jesus arrived, he didn't show up and pretend that everything was fine when he he was here. He knew that things were bad and even said, Hey, they're going to get worse, and yet, still, he preached peace. Well, how did he do that? In the last meal that Jesus had with his followers, hundreds of years after Isaiah talked about a prince of peace, and decades after the angels declared peace has come to the shepherds, Jesus talked about a different kind of peace. In John chapter 14 verse 27, John records Jesus saying this, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. My, my peace I give you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Jesus was not talking about a peace that had to do with the right people being in power or the wrong people being out of power and, and everything falling into place. Jesus was talking about a peace that wasn't based on our circumstances at all. Well, how do we know? Well, when, when Jesus said what, he, what we just read, he, was, he, we, uh, he told His disciples this hours away before His own arrest and His own death. And He knew it was coming. If He were talking about a peace that only happened when everything works out perfectly, I don't think He ever would have said what He, what he did to His disciples that night. Like He knew what was coming and still He t- looked His disciples in the eye that night and said, You can have peace. You can have peace. The peace that Jesus talked about was a peace that happens on the inside of us. Peace, as Jesus explained, it had nothing to do with the experiences, the things that happen around us that we have absolutely no control over. It had everything to do with how he faced them. And he knew that no matter what happened, he could handle it because God was with him. God was the source of his peace And God never changes. When when things are falling apart on the outside, God stayed the same and could be a source of comfort at the very worst of times. No matter what happens around us, peace is possible because God is with us and for us. And as unlikely as that sounds, the truth remains. Because of Jesus, peace is possible no matter what is happening around us. So, well, then the next question should be, well, what does that mean for you and I here this morning? Well, it means that peace is possible for you even if nothing changes for you on the outside or around you. You can have peace on the inside of you. It means that you get to bring peace into each and every situation that you will walk into, that you will face. So think of it this way. Where there is not peace, bring it. Where there is not peace, you bring it with you. When, you. when you don't experience it on the outside, bring it on the inside. Own it. Be responsible for it. Well, well what does that look like? Well, to start with, I want to your, ask yourself this question. Where in your life does peace not feel possible? And why? What needs to happen to feel like peace is possible what what would peace even look like even if the circumstances don't change where in my life does peace not not feel possible and why what would peace look like even if the things happening right here in front of me don't change and i don't have very much control over that stuff and then you ask yourself this what can i do to experience the peace that jesus made possible If if peace doesn't seem realistic, who can I talk to that will give me a different perspective that I need? What what scripture can I go read that will remind me of how to access the peace that Jesus talked about? And if I actually experience the peace that Jesus is referring to, how will my life look different? If not not just externally, but internally, how will how will my life look differently on the inside? and on the outside, and all of the relationships that I have. Because there's a lot of talk about peace on earth during this Christmas season, and as nice as it sounds, it can feel like an impossible thing to experience. But 2,000 years ago, a group of angels showed up, appeared to some shepherds to tell them that not only was peace possible, but it was true right now. Peace has come to the earth. Peace was possible because Jesus made it possible. Imagine if you believed that that was true. Peace is possible in a world where people are wrestling over pots and pans on sale. Imagine if you believed that peace was true. Imagine if you believed peace was true in a marriage that is full of fighting and arguing and dysfunction. Imagine if you brought peace into that relationship. Kids that bicker and argue and fight and are in trouble at school, imagine how Jesus brought peace to that situation. As you guys head out today with your family, I just want you to think about how, how can you encourage the others in your family today to experience the peace that Jesus promised. Think about how a peace like that can change the way that you see the world. Where there is not peace, bring it. It may be the best thing that we can do this Christmas season. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for the peace that Jesus brought over 2,000 years ago um, to this planet, to our world, to our lives. And God, uh, we live in a chaotic, uncertain place and and, um, there is... Not peaceful situations all around us, most of which we have no control over. And so, God, I, I just pray that this peace that Jesus promised would be true to us on the inside. And that as we step into these chaotic uh, times that we live in, that we can bring, bring a peace. That people would look at us sideways because they're not sure, how, how are we so together right now? How are we so calm And peaceful in in this world that is not that so may you get all of the glory as people look at look at our lives and see peace and calm and and a joy coming from us that cannot be explained other than you are real we trust you for that this morning god and pray these things in the name of jesus amen